Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're listening to The Callback with this week's guest, Matthew Morrison. And welcome to The Callback with me, Emma Bentley. This is the podcast where each week I speak to a different actor about a memorable audition. I'm an actor and a writer from the Midlands who's taken two solo shows to the Edinburgh Fringe Festival, worked with the incredible Kit and Akin Theatre and has acted in several commercials. However, there are many jobs that I really wanted but missed out on, all because I've been in a bit of a funk. So, this is my chance to turn it all around and through reflecting on our mindsets in past auditions, work out what's the best way to get that call back. So, you're like, as a, obviously we're friends, so I know you're on like a personal level, but um, like as a person, you do come across like very chilled out day-to-day um and do you have you do you ever think about that in terms of the way that you approach auditions or like the way that you like I can't imagine you ever like being like I'm really stressed out because I haven't (laughs) learned this thing or blah um I guess I so I it, it I've sort of gone on a bit of a journey it's sort of like a bit of like a bell shaped journey with auditions so I first got my an agent when I was in sixth form um and I didn't actually and I live well my hometown's Nottinghamshire a town called Mansfield in Nottinghamshire and Mm -hmm. so every time my agent called me down for things I sort of didn't really understand what was happening um or like the gravity of the situation or like you know how how lucky I was to be in school and be having auditions um but also I was in school and, um, you know, I had an education to get. And so I was always like, oh, I can't because I'm not in London. And so it wasn't until I moved to London um, that I started getting auditions or going to auditions. And I was always absolutely nervous. Like I was like, sometimes you see people in castings and you can tell that either they're really new to this. And this is like one of the first times going to a casting. And I was that person like just so on edge and just like wanting to do everything absolutely perfect and not wanting to mess anything up and being like super polite but to the point where it's like stern and like very robotic and like everything sort of like you know super professional when like what I needed to do was chill out and just be myself yeah Um, yeah, yeah. and so I stopped doing that to go to university after I moved to London and then when I finished my degree I went back into acting and just, I just became so much more chilled about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I it always um, takes me a while to um, realize this, but also I have to remind myself that everyone is just the same. 
Um, mm. I remember in one of my um, one of my lecturers at uni, um, I applied to do a module. Um, so I did maths at uni, and um, this man had like oh, written yeah, the book. I forgot about that. I forget about it as well. I've forgotten everything. <laughs> Um, this man, my, my teacher, thought I, I basically had to apply to be on this course because it was like a special course. Um, and he had like written the book on algebra and like, like he was this like massive pioneer, um, of algebra and everyone sort of like plays, praised him and was like, oh, it's, it's Professor So-and-so. Um, and I remember going into a meeting with him and looking at his laptop and it was worse than mine. Like he had so many more crumbs on there, like missing buttons <laughs> Just like, you know, the screen was dutty. And I was like, <laughs> oh my gosh, you are a human. Like, of course you are amazing in your own field and everyone has gifts. Um, yeah. But like, you know, you wipe your bum the same as me. You bleed the same as me. <laughs> You're clearly watching Netflix and dribbling all over your laptop the same as me. Um, I'd like, like, have respect for people, but also like know that like whatever happens, happens. And just like this... Yeah, so I try and adopt this whole thing of like, you know, just be chill, like do the best you can do because um, I have an awful memory and as soon as I've walked out of an edition, I've forgotten about it. So if I don't get it, I, I won't know unless someone reminds me and says, oh, Matthew, you've been unsuccessful. And I'm like, oh, about what? Oh, <laughs> wow. No, that's really powerful though as well. So yeah. Do, do you know why you, you, you just said, oh, I have an awful memory, but is it really that? Are you are you actually just really good at living presently in the moment? Awful. I or can't live in the moment. <laughs> I try, honestly, because I'm always like, I read this book or started reading the book um, about, I think, the power of now and always being present. And then I'm always thinking about the past or what's going to happen in the future. So I can't be present at all. I've tried it. <laughs> right. I don't but, know what it is. But in I terms just... of like being able to forget about past auditions, mm. Because like that's part of what I also, in terms of like getting in the right attitude before the audition, yeah, I want to be able to like work out a way for myself and and you, the listeners, hello, uh, to like yeah, to drop, you know, drop the let to let go yeah. of the nose, yeah, um, rather than holding on to them. And in terms of um, like, I want to speak a bit more about shadow work. Um, which is this like Jungian psychology stuff that I've been doing in mm-hmm. my own therapy. Um, but but so there's like these four light archetypes, light archetypes, like as in the shadow and the light. Um, and one of them is called the magician. Mm-hmm. And um, the magician is like making things happen, like believing in yourself. Like it's perfect to think about practice because it's like sort of phrases that the magician will say are like... Um, like I know who I am and what my um and what my focus is Mm. um I will make this happen um you know it doesn't matter whether people think my choices are silly Mm. because everything's going to work out okay Mm. um and part of this um one of the characteristics of the magician is is amnesia so really just yeah so just once you've done something, just, just let it go straight away. Yeah. So, so I actually think, and I think you are a bit of a magician. Well, you were like, describing it. I was you, like, that sounds like me. That sounds like yeah. amnesia. That is me. <laughs> yeah. No, I think it is like, and I, and, and I, as I started this 
beginning of this part of the conversation saying, you know, oh, I think you're just naturally like that. But yeah, like you're not because, you know, as you said, you, when you were a teenager, you, you used to like get really wound up about stuff. And, yeah. And you found yeah. a way to just let go. Yeah, I don't I don't know if it was just that I was new to it or like, do you know, like the first time you get in your um in a car to learn to drive. I don't know why I'm talking about this because I haven't passed my driving lessons yet. Um, but right, like but... the first time you get behind a wheel, you know, it's yeah. like, oh my gosh, I have the power to accidentally like, you know, run into a brick wall or like hurt someone. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah, you, you know, you're new to it. So you're nervous and, you know, a lot of power, a lot of responsibility. Um, but then there comes a point where driving becomes, when you pass your test, you know, should become second nature where, you know, you get in your car and you're, you've driven 15 miles down the motorway and you don't even think of it. Um, yeah, yeah. And I think it was sort of that for me. Um, mm. And I, I think I was also quite rigid growing up as well, like always like kind of sticking by the rules and I still sort of falter with that. Um, but I do think that, yeah, I... I I don't know. I, I I do. It sounds like the magician thing because I, I literally think I will be fine no matter what happens. I'm not going to give up. I think that um, it's it's what I'm meant to be doing and it will all work out. And there yeah. have been moments in the past year with coronavirus where I've sort yeah, of been yeah. like, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> but um, I think still there, the overarching thing is that, you know, that this is what I'm meant to be doing and I enjoy it. Um, yeah and I think yeah, yeah I, I think it's just it's easy for me to say a change in perspective because you know the industry working can be extremely harsh um but I think as well what happens to me is that I hear a lot of horror stories about you know how people are treated or the feedback people are given or you know what happens to them on sets or in cast and things and I don't think I've been treated in that sort of way so there's nothing yeah that I can think of that jumps to mind um, where someone's been explicitly horrible to me. Um, Yeah. Yeah. But because there's something I wrote down yesterday as well, when I was like writing down just some ideas and and stuff about keeping Mm. positive is that, um, yeah, okay. I've, I've not had loads of experiences, but the experiences that I have had, have all been full of like love and integrity and and actually you know I'd rather I'd rather that than than be looking back on yeah absolute like you say there are there are horror stories and 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 I'm actually I think that's something that for those of us who like yeah haven't worked as much as we would like to um Hmm that's actually part of the achievement is that you know I only if we're talking like in terms of spirituality here and like laws of attraction you know I only attracted things towards me that actually meant something to me and yeah 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 and and were and went with my with my values and you know what I'm interested in blah 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 um Mm. yeah I didn't I didn't attract anything that ultimately gave me gave me a negative experience yeah yeah and that's it as well I think it's also like I also think that you know what is meant to be or meant to be if there's like a hundred jobs that I don't get like I sort of 
I'm low key telling myself like if I was to get that, it would have been horrible. Or like you know, because mm. like as you say, like the the experience that I have had, um, whether it's theatre or, um, or like a short film or a feature film or or um a commercial, we spend one day on set. Like the people mm-hmm. you meet there, like it's sort of like you have a little family and you've made these yeah. new connections, and it's just so nice. Um, mm-hmm. whether it be for a day or a week or, you know, a month. Um, and I think that's sort of the the hardest part about the job as well for me is that, um, you know, when we work together at the at the coffee shop, I don't know if we're allowed to say the name. Um, but I, I've just, so far, I've just been saying like, the notable coffee shop. <laughs> notable. Um, <laughs> yeah, we I don't know together. why actually. Should we just say it's the National Theatre Coffee Shop? Oh, stop so the espresso there you bar. Go. Yeah, when we went together sorry? at the espresso bar, you know, Eat the it. nicest thing was like um, we'd see each other every week, every day, um, and we always had that. Um, and mm-hmm. when you finish a job in acting, you don't always see those people again, those those family members that you've made, and that is, you know, mm. sort of heartbreaking because. That, do you know when you haven't seen someone in so long and it's like are we still the same and also what were we like you I sort of like the amnesia again I sort of forget like you know the little in jokes that we had or the stuff that we do or you know the phrases that we'd say and that sort of breaks my heart when like you know I've had this intense period of time getting to know these people and then I don't know them anymore which is probably I think that's okay though because I think it's just about moving on to the next thing and bringing in new energy hello lovely listeners i hope this finds you all really well today now this might be the first episode of the callback that you've listened to or maybe it's the fourth or the fifth um, but i wanted to just say thank you so much for supporting me and that is another way that you can support me if it's something you are interested in being a part of and that is my patreon space for the show which is called the magnetic actors so here's the thing i've absolutely loved making the podcast and honestly even if only one person had listened to it um it would have been absolutely worth it because i've learned so much and i'm feeling really equipped for when things start hotting up in the industry as the pandemic eases and i and I really hope you feel the same way too. However, I just want to be completely honest with you um, that it's a huge amount of work for me to do as just one self-employed gal. And it is really fun, um, but it is a full-time job. So the Patreon is there so that I can continue making episodes and basically avoid getting burnt out and, um, yeah, just really feel supported in order to make lots more content for you guys and uh, yeah keep the conversation going about positive mindset and magnetism and and energy in our creative fields you can become a patreon for as little as three pounds a month which is the same as just one cup of coffee but i wanted to say i totally understand that it is a really tough time out there right now for artists and and I don't want anyone to feel bad about not giving or you know if it's just something that's not available to you right now do not worry at all I'm at my Mm. sister's house um so for the last lockdown I decided to come and spend some time with my family so I can get to know my nephew who's just turned six months old so 
Oh, okay. That's the baby in your profile picture then. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's my little nephew, Noah. Cute. Is it? <laughs> I can imagine it being very like lovely having a baby round at this time. Yeah. Very distracting. Um, but also like I've never really spent this much time with a baby before and it just makes me have so mm. much like so much what's the word like Adoration. gratitude yeah for parents oh, right. I'm just like I, yeah. I couldn't do it as a single person or even in a couple I need about five people to raise a baby because like, <laughs> I'm telling you like as much as it like goes all the way when they smile like it is stressful yeah are you helping out with all of the like nappy changing and stuff yeah changing nappies doing bottle feeds doing burping i'm the master of getting him to sleep I really just, i vigorously walk around the room because like <laughs> if you walk around too slowly he like starts screaming so you just like you just like <laughs> and then he doesn't complain and drifts off i hope he actually sounds like that as well <laughs> <laughs> um yeah oh that sounds really nice because like, mm. I feel like that's as well why I want to get a pet, because they don't know about lockdown. Yeah. They're just carrying on their lives. Yeah, they're just like, what's going on, guys? Why are you home all the time? <laughs> yeah, that's so nice. And um, you've been recording some audio things, is that true? Yes, that is correct, yeah. That's exciting. Tell yeah. us more about that. Um, I don't. I had to sign an NDA. I'm not going to lie. I didn't read it properly, so I don't know how much I can say. <laughs> Fair <laughs> um, enough. Okay. But I can tell you, it's the, it's the first piece of work that I've done, like audio work, and I had four mm-hmm. lines, so it was pretty simple, just three takes, and I was in there oh. for like 15 minutes. So nice. It was pretty simple. <laughs> that that is very. Did you have like a director on the, or like talking to you as you were doing it? Yeah, yeah. Um, they were like, just gave us like, try it like this or do it like that. And then um, on the last take, they were like, just go crazy and do whatever you want to do. Like, had fun with it. Nice. So, have you thought about a memorable audition that we can talk about today? Oh, my God. Literally. <laughs> I have been going through like loads of them. I was like, oh, I'll tell this one. Oh, no, I'll tell this one. Oh, I'll. And then some of them I can't remember properly. But I finally decided on one. Okay. Exciting. Can you tell us about where you were at the period of your life during this audition? Mm. So it was a while ago now. I sort of don't count last year as having existed in terms of acting and things. <laughs> so it yeah. was yeah, the end of <laughs> Yeah. It was the end of 2018 when I had the audition. So that was what, like? Three years ago? Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. No, two. Two, yeah, just two. two, two, yeah. Two uh, in a two in two months, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But because of Corona, let's call it a year. Um Yeah. And mm-hmm. I was sort of like it was coming towards winter time, so the end of the year. And mm-hmm. I was sort of very busy for the end of the year sort of time, sort of like um working a lot um at the 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 um the coffee shop in a theatre where where mm-hmm. we met each other and um <laughs> yeah. sort of ring between auditions and things um it was actually quite a busy period in my life so I was just a bit like you know just like full steam like go 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 yeah yeah that's where I was at that's nice and um 
was it generally was that a positive thing or were you a bit like oh there's so many things happening or are you just rolling with it I think just rolling with it 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 got to a point where like um it was it was just nice to looking back at it now I say miss it um it was nice to like you know have certain things to do or like have deadlines and like okay I need to dedicate this time to that and do this and do that um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but it was a bit a bit pushed for time I didn't get that much notice um okay yeah I I think there's a bit of a uh like don't say how it turned out yeah but there's there seems to be a bit of a pattern developing with people um in terms of the positive audition experiences but actually don't have that much time to like dwell on it too Mm. much and just sort of like oh I was doing this and then I just got chucked into the audition and I didn't have lot uh you know I didn't have that much time to to learn it kind of thing yeah um did you have to prepare a lot I didn't it it turns out that um so basically it was a job in Leicester and I was in London at the time and because mm-hmm. of the distance, um, it was done via Skype. Oh, um, okay. And oh, they we said, not talked about a Skype audition yet. Oh, really? Um, yeah. yeah, they said that um, I didn't have to, it was it was good to like be familiar with the words, um, mm-hmm. but I didn't have to learn them, so it took a bit of pressure off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you feel less nervous, the, the fact that you were doing it on Skype? Um, I guess so. I think there's something a bit taken away when you're doing something that you're not in the room with people for me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it wasn't like, I mean, it's always a bit nerve wracking, but um, it was a bit like, you know, you can shut your computer off and go lie down at the end of it. <laughs> 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 <It goes badly. laughs> yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> that's really interesting. I've, I've not done a, uh, actually, no, that's not true. I've done one Zoom audition uh, mm-hmm. this year. And yeah, it just feels really bizarre because like yeah. the casting director is in your living room as well, yeah. which is just an added thing. Yeah. Oh, that was oh, that was just such an awkward. I did an audition for like a yoga teacher person, mm-hmm. and I'd like set up the room stupidly. Like I understand how filming works by now because like, I have done a fair bit, but mm-hmm. for some reason I set up the camera like facing the window. So when when <laughs> I turn on Zoom, they were just like, Kent, sorry, can you turn like the whole set the other way around? Because the light is just coming through the window oh, and dear. like we can't really see you. And I was like, oh yeah, but like we have this really heavy coffee table uh-huh. <laughs> and I'd like put it on its side. And so then when I t- <laughs> so then when I turned it around, like it was obviously just in the middle of the shot, <laughs> and then I just had to like literally this this coffee table is made of like solid, massive wood and mm-hmm. iron and glass, and then I had to turn that around, and then like the glass fell out of it, <laughs> and then my computer wasn't charged, and it literally just cut out. Oh no! Um, oh, no. Yeah, and then I was like panicking, and then I had to do the audition on my phone but I was using my phone as a prop and then I was just like I didn't have a prop and I mean obviously I can mine that's fine but yeah I'm basically my my experience of Skype auditions not great (laughs) so um that's the thing about these things isn't it like um what they don't understand is that what they see on their screen 
is a slice of your living room <laughs> that is absolutely perfect. The rest of the room is in absolute yeah, yeah, disarray. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you ask them to change one little thing and you've messed it up for everyone. Yeah, 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 for sure. I think I do. I much prefer doing it in person. But like, even though sometimes the travel is a bit of a faff. Yeah. Like yeah. it's just nice to be in a neutral space. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, because that's the thing with a lot with self tapes. I was listening to someone who was doing um, the, what's it called? The intake for a drama school and looking at people's tapes. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was saying that he knows it's not their fault, but when they don't have, you know, that that clean background with nothing there mm-hmm. or good lighting, it distracts from it. And so yeah. when you're going to an audition in the room with them, that's mm-hmm. taken away from you. That is, it levels the playing yeah. field. Um, yeah. And it's just nice to make a personal impression to actually see them, isn't it? And like, be like, this is me, not like this is a screen. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's something obviously you just can't get across via yeah. video, which is which is very sad. Yeah. Was it this for a theatre job? No, it was for a um. It was for a virtual reality job. And yeah, tell me about the actual audition itself then via Skype. Okay, so. Um, at this moment in time, I was living with my aunt and uncle in London. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because, you know, if you have like, if you have a meeting online or something, you sort of need to tell the whole household, hey guys, you know, I, I'm, I've got this yeah. thing and it's kind of important and yeah. I need a little bit of quiet. <laughs> <laughs> so I told them maybe like, I think I got a day's notice and I was like, is it okay if I go into the um, the side room? Um, and just have that for like, you know, 45 minutes. I won't be long a time when I'm finished. Um, and so I like get the go ahead and my uncle and aunt say yes. And I just set up in there, um, you know, get the lighting right and stuff. The Skype, um, thing starts. We have like a, a chat with the producer and the director and the writer. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have to start reading in my lines. And as soon as I start reading in my lines, like everything starts just like jack up and like go fuzzy and like the connection's awful and awful and awful. Um, and then in comes my uncle with a, like a box of laundry. Um, because they have the, the washing things like you have to go outside the house to get to it. And, um, (laughs) he's just there, like literally the door is in shot of where he's, trying to get out of the house like struggling with the door and I'm just sat there like oh my gosh this is the worst the worst thing I've ever done in my life <laughs> um and so I sort of apologize to them no I don't actually I keep going and then um we go on for a bit and then they say the connection's just too bad so I relocate to the um the study where um the router is yeah. um and then just battle it out in there and it's just awful it really is I'm just like I just like I just thought at one point I'm going to hang up the call and pretend that it disconnected and go like out. <laughs> like it was just it was not great. Okay, and did you before the audition started? Were you already feeling a bit like I'm not sure how this is going to go, or were you feeling quite confident that it was just thrown off because of the whole Wi-Fi connection thing? Um, I I remember on the um on the casting call they'd said they were looking for someone preferably with green screen experience um right. and i hadn't had that so i was sort of like um a bit nervous about that cuz like, i was like what if they ask me about what to do on a green screen 
Um, right, yeah. So in the back of my head, I was sort of like, I, I don't have this anyway because I haven't had that prior experience. Um, but yeah, I guess I was always always a bit nervous um, if you're meeting like a few people that you've never seen before and they're just solely looking at you and judging you. But Mm-mm. that's also what we sign up for, isn't it? Um, yeah. So yeah, yeah, a bit, a bit, a bit nervous. And I did think that like, um, as much as I love my aunt and uncle, like maybe something like that would have happened. So yeah. Well, before, beforehand you were kind of like, oh, inevitably like they're going to come in and be in the back, back of the shop. Probably my look that that would happen. And it did. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's weird. Like I didn't think any of that was a big deal. Yeah, the, the sort of like being at home thing until I saw that. Have you seen the famous video with the guy where the director doesn't realise he's not on mute and he's like, "Oh God, look at these like people's shitty flats." Like, have you seen that? I haven't seen it, but I've read about it. I read the article <gasps> oh, about okay. it, um, and I was just yeah. like, "Yeah, it's it's awful, isn't it?" Because uh, I just I I don't even have the words to explain how you can judge someone like that and it's just yeah. like, we're all like I don't, I don't yeah I, I don't mind being judged on my acting mm, at all yeah but like the fact that that guy is a really like I know he's not a representation of you know all directors mm. but yeah just it's scary that there's even you know, a few people out there that are thinking oh well her room looks a bit small and cluttered or yeah or whatever yeah and it's like yes I'm an actor like Mm -hmm. and I have and I haven't made it yet so what do you expect (laughs) like I'm not loaded yeah um so so how what was the outcome of the audition um I got the job oh yeah. I was not expecting that at all. Neither was I. I was just like, <laughs> sorry, sorry, what if you emailed the wrong person? Um, <laughs> yeah, funnily enough, I got the job and it wasn't until, oh, it was a while afterwards. So we did the project um, and it mm-hmm. got nominated for a Rain Dance Award. I think it was Ooh. Rain Dance. Um, and so I went um, down with the director to the, to the um, award ceremony and things. And he yeah. said to me, Matthew, do you know why you got the job? And I was like, no, why? And he yeah. was like, in your audition, there was someone like trying to get outside <laughs> and, and you didn't break focus at all. And I was like, okay. And he was like, well, I realized it was a really bad audition because, well, not because of you, but because of the connection that we had. Um, but if someone could maintain the focus like that, I'd want them on my team. And I was like, Oh, and I felt so bad because I literally, like, after that audition, I was like, with my uncle, I was just like, you little so-and-so. And And (laughs) he's probably the reason why I got that job. Oh, that is is so sweet. Yeah, it's, yeah, it, yeah. So now, like, if I'm doing, like, self-tapes or things or, you know, live auditions, I invite people to come and just walk through the background (laughs) all the time. (laughs) this is gonna make me look like i'm really really focused precisely maybe i'll try that everyone listen listening to this is gonna be like oh get my flatmate to like do a silly dance in the background (laughs) that i have to ignore 
Wow. Okay. So wait, can I just check? So he didn't, you didn't, did you have to do a recall or was it literally just off the back of the shitty connection Skype audition? Literally off the back of that. Um, wow. Yeah. And then I went to Leicester for a few days and then we just filmed it all on a green screen in a basement, which was, it was, it was, um, so it was 2019, but it was the hottest day of that year so far. I think it must have been <sighs> around, I can't remember what it was, but it was so, so warm. Um, mm-hmm. That's what I remember from it, um, the heat. <laughs> and were you in some kind of weird suit thing? Or? Yeah, it was like a space thing. Um, a bit like Star Trek, I want to say. So those weird sort of like, you know, robes. Um, yeah. Okay, that sounds uncomfortable for the hot weather. Yeah. And ha- ha- was the green screen complicated? Or were you like, oh, I, I didn't need green screen experience? Um, I think it was it was sort of simple because all we had to do really was stand still. Um, okay. But it, was, it had a lot to do with, it was basically like, you're the commander. So you'd be playing the commander of a starship. And we're your teammates and we're stood in one place asking you questions, which is about the ethical things like, do we save these people from this planet or do we let them starve? Um, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so because you can choose different choices, you have to do so many different versions of it. And so it was about continuity and making sure like you're stood exactly the same place or like look left at exactly the same time. Um, So it was more Mm -hmm. about that than than actual green screen, but the green screen was there. Okay. So why did they ask for it? Is it just because like working with the green screen is all about being able to really imagine your environment? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I don't. I don't really know because it didn't really seem like the green screen. I mean, it was there because like in the end version, like there was like space behind us and like a ship, but mm. it didn't really feel like it made much of a difference to me. Okay. But yeah, I don't know. Interesting. Well, now you have green screen experience, so. I do. <laughs> now you can say you do. <laughs> yes. It's like working in a bar when you've never poured a pint and you can't get a job because you don't have the experience. <laughs> How do you get the experience without getting the job? You just lie. <laughs> yeah. and until you, until it happens and then you're fine. That is true. My sister's been telling me to do that. It's like, lie, Matthew, just lie and get the job. I'm like, learn on the job. I'm like, okay. Yeah, and you have, and it worked. Yeah, I yeah. There there is something very frustrating about those kind of jobs. Mm. They're like, yeah, not having experience, and I mean, in terms of like sort of principles and stuff. Like, obviously, in the last couple of years, there's been a lot of like changes of because because you could get experience by saying, oh, I want to do this, but I'll like do it for free or whatever. Yeah. Um. But I guess um, it's just I now more than ever, like I'm very wary about agreeing to do things for free. Yeah, yeah. Um, Hundy B. But I guess I guess that's where our industry is kind of lacking at the moment. Possibly is like, yeah, opportunities to learn. Like I'm talking about like very niche skills now, like um like green screen or um mocap stuff, like things like that. Like yeah, how What's how do mo-cap? you mocap is like when you're dressed in one of those full suits and you become like an animal oh, or like, for like games and things. Yeah, yeah. Right, exactly, right, yeah. right, yeah. Um but yeah. 
I mean, are there, I don't, I presume there might be like classes and stuff that you can do to, to get those jobs, but it feels a bit of a, yeah, it's like, what what's the way in? Yeah. And especially when it's not really that difficult. I mean, obviously I'm sure there's nuances (laughs) to a lot of them, but like the experience I had with the green screen was just like, it was there. Pretend like. And you just did normal acting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I guess I don't know. Maybe like in other situations, I don't. I don't know. It's not like you have to do anything. Just imagine, really, which is what you do on stage anyway, because mm-hmm. that's how it is. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't know what niche of a green screen I wouldn't, you know, with a bit of direction be able to conquer. <laughs> You're like I can imagine anything. <laughs> yes, I'll do it all. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, well, thank you. That was, uh, that was, I, I didn't, I really didn't expect it. I thought you were going to be like, and I didn't get a job and it taught me and my, I got my uncle to get a better internet connection. Oh, that was such an interesting chat. Thank you so much, Matthew. Um, I find that, I found that particularly useful because in my head I just always assumed that um, Matthew had always been super chill and confident but it was really nice to learn about his journey and how how over time he's been able to just trust in the universe and let the opportunities flow his way and and that's something that I really well I need to not think of it if I really want to get there because I know the more I try the more difficult it will be but just to surrender would be the word to use and yeah let let the universe do its work I mean obviously still apply for things and turn up to auditions but apart from that you know don't try and force things um too much uh talking about opportunities that uh, Matthew has had because of his wonderful magician qualities uh he is in a feature length film at the moment it's called boy meets boy and it looks like it's going to be a really beautiful gay love story it's set in berlin um it's basically a two-hander um and yeah uh, unfortunately it's sold out at the moment on bfi flair but they have been releasing more tickets for films um so keep an eye on that um i don't know whether you'll be able to get tickets for it on um yeah as part of the festival but as well it might be out in some other form at some point in the future um so again thank you matthew and uh, yeah good luck with everything although you don't need it because you just aren't fire bitch um another thing a huge thank you to everyone who is listening and tuning in it's great to hear from you i'm really really so glad you're enjoying it and getting something out of it and yeah it's nice to just be in touch with with people about talking about this and yeah carrying on getting feeling feeling ready for the world to open up its doors again um fingers crossed doing the work doing the work um i have an email address now which is the callbackpod at gmail.com if you'd like to get in touch i love to hear from you um so please don't hesitate i don't bite 
um, check out our Instagram, which is at the Callback Pod as well. I do try and write something daily on there and um, make it look nice and add something positive to your feed. So um, yeah, do check that out and say hello. Uh, next week on the pod, you can listen to me chatting to the incredible Lexi McDougal. I let I met Lexi doing the Rapid Write Response Night at Theatre Five Hundred Three, and we've just always kept in touch ever since you know and just hit it off with someone um she's a really just all-rounder she's a she's a voiceover artist she is um one of the founding members of um the Stretton Space project um and yeah I think you'll learn a lot from my conversation with her the episode kind of focuses on dangers of over over preparing for a casting and yeah how to actually sometimes it's better to just take a step back um but you'll see you'll see what i mean when you listen to it uh see if this week maybe you can have some quiet reflection time and try and not push things too much to go your way and just see what happens i actually had a few days this week where i took the foot off the gas a bit and then next week i um, well, it's a bit weird. I'm not, so I'm sort of like kind of doing a shoot, but kind of not. So I'm like a COVID, I'm like a COVID cover. So, you know, I might get to go on, I might not. Um, but yeah, nice little, nice little opportunity. So it really works, kids. Um, okay, I'll see you next time. Take care. Bye. The Callback is written and presented by me, Emma Bentley. It's edited by Karis Taylor, artwork by Reyes de las Heras, and the title music is by K Minor. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.